Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. It's that time. It's the calendars coming up. I know. Everyone's looking at their calendar right now going, can you believe it? I we know, get man. to go to Crystal Lake. It's that time. Camp Crystal Lake time. <laughs> we've been doing this for a while now, and we've been like four or five Friday the 13th deep, right? It's always fun mm-hmm. when you see it coming up on the calendar. Exactly. So we've been doing the random draw Fridays, and this one... Got pretty rich. This one, we this cup got deep. Uh huh. I've been nudging things towards Camp Crystal Lake for a while. Right. I've been pushing pushing Crystal for a bit. Well, uh, and this felt like the perfect time to dive into Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. <laughs> We're like, I've been itching to do Billy Legendary. Crystal. Right. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> so yeah, Billy Crystal taking a, taking dipping a toe into Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, I don't know how that's that idea got started. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast, but. Suddenly, we thought it would be very funny to do a whole series of Billy Crystal movies called Crystal Lake. I really want And uh, here we are. I don't know when the bug bit me. <laughs> and it's more of a vibe than an actual emotional action I've taken yet. But a couple months ago, I'm just like, man, I'm a, I think I'm a crystal guy. Really? Oh, yeah, so I think this I'm started a guy. I think, yeah, like, like two, a couple months ago. Yeah, i just been like, you know, I've been just thinking of Bill. Like when Harry met Sally is really good. My family watched City Slickers a ton. Right. My mom loved him hosting the Oscars. He's a, Crystal was a presence in yeah, the home. He's a guy that's been around absolutely our whole lives. Uh, and uh, I don't know if there's anyone who I've seen more movies where I don't ever think of them as like someone I like. Well, and so I've seen, <laughs> I've seen twenty Billy Crystal movies, you know, and I never go like, who do I like? Billy Crystal. That's <laughs> never. Think I'm a big that. forget Paris guy. Absolutely. You know, we rented all of these growing up. Yeah, we've all seen. We're all very familiar with the Crystal catalog. I just gotten a real like urge. So I think I kind of where it started was mm-hmm. when we saw To Live and Die in L.A., which is one of the, my favorite movies I've watched in the last like five years. Definitely. Right? Yeah. I, go check out our To Live and Die in L.A. episode. It's such a great flick. And then, because William Peterson shows Dick <laughs> in it, right? It's like a cool, like, oh, man, our cool, like, like yeah. strung out cop guy. It's like, it's a Kaitel oh, kind of guy, I, right? I, I remember this now, yeah. And then I made a joke about Billy Crystal showing Dick and running scared. Uh-huh. But then over the months, I'm saying, like, did Billy Crystal did show, he? did he do that? And so I kind of worked myself into this, like, Crystal, like, doing a Peterson, right? Because running scared, what we're talking about. Yeah. This is like Billy Crystal's To Live and Die in L.A., and I love it. Pretty much. And I don't think you like (laughs) this flick. (laughs) I thought this was more like Billy Crystal's uh, French Connection. That sounds so cool. Just like a really cool 80s movie about the two most unlikable cops in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, this is the 86 movie we're talking about. I've actually seen the other one, the Paul Walker, like... Is that a remake of Billy Crystal's Running Scared? It's a different Running Scared. I think it's the same (laughs) title, but 
I had never seen this running scared until now. What and, a powerhouse. Uh, it's a it's one of those few crystal movies I missed. It's one of the few and uh now I can knock it off the list and say <laughs> I've really seen just running scared. Checklist. Oh man, this movie is such a gem. When I think of crystal movies, Billy Crystal's one of these funny guys who I've seen like 20 movies of, but I couldn't tell you an actual time he necessarily made me laugh. Yes. I just kind of yeah. like the guy. I don't know if he's funny, actually. It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know if he is, but I kind of like Billy Crystal. He's a guy that uh, makes a very uh, deliberate choice in his comedy, and that choice is to be obnoxious. And uh, sometimes not... it can be good. I am trying to and... think of one <laughs> Billy Crystal joke that I know, and I'm coming up short. <laughs> I don't know a single word this man has ever said, and yet I know him as well as most of my relatives. I think it's all in the smile. I think he's just one of those guys that makes a funny face, kind of gives you a smile, and you just you go like, ah, Billy. I think I you got little... really charmed by him during the pandemic when I watched When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. It was like, this, he's cool. That's this a, charming a good guy. Man, what right? a charmer, right? Yeah. And so I think, and then I also watch Running Scared. And I'm just like, I'm a crystal guy. <laughs> I'm super into crystal. Now this movie did not turn you into a, a Heinz guy. Oh, big Heinz guy too. Okay, a Gregory Heinz guy. I'm a big Gregory Heinz guy. This I'm just so I'm a Peter Hyams guy. Yeah. Oh my God. The director of this movie's done a lot of good stuff. This guy's check out his career. Mm-hmm. He did Monster Squad after this. What? Yeah. Capricorn One, Outland. Mm-hmm. Time Cop. Hello. Yeah, go check out our Sudden Death episode. Did our Sudden Death episode. The Peter, Relic is on the, is on the oh, docs. Oh, yeah. Relic will be out in a couple months. It'll be on there Peter somewhere. Hyams has done, like, 20 cool movies, right? Yeah. Cool-ass director. Cool cast. I love the Billy Crystal Gregory Hines pairing. Yeah. This is not a Jay Leno, Pat Morita. <laughs> this is not a Treat Williams, Joe Piscopo. No. Pairing. This is a an experimental, another experimental '80s cop pairing that they had to, uh, yeah. Get, what what was Gregory Hines known for? He was tap, like a dancer. He was tap dancer. Okay, and then he's in like a bunch of movies where he's got to be like a cop. Or uh, I have one with him and Willem Dafoe as like soldiers in Vietnam. Oh man, uh, I mean, I couldn't tell you how a tap dancer went to doing like Eve of Destruction. Exa- oh yeah, like I don't know, I don't know the. And that's one we have to do an episode on. <laughs> I think that's why Heinz has come up before. Yeah. I think Heinz has become more legendary with us for being a guy that Ben didn't know died 20 years ago. <laughs> that's true. I always think about that. <laughs> that's all I can think about now when I think of Heinz is Ben going, man, his career really dried up. <laughs> yeah. Ever since that dude oh, passed man. away, his career's in the pits. That's all I can think about forever. So that's all I think about when I think Hines. I don't think about his touching, kind of wounded portrayal of Bojangles in 2001's TV movie, Bojangles. No, man, I think of the guy that died 20 years ago and Ben just thought people stopped hiring him. Yep. And I loved him in Running Scared. My God, I love this. He gets top billing in this. Yeah. It's Hines first and then Billy Crystal. That's crazy. Big. This That's is pre uh, Harry Met Sally. This is pretty early for Billy. This is right the beginning of Crystal's era. Yeah, he's got got. I I feel like were they trying to make these two like sex symbols? 
Are they trying to go for like brother? If they were trying, the <laughs> this was their shot. This was it. Just like to live and die in L. I'm I'm telling you, this movie is the exact same movie as to live and die in mm-hmm. L. A. And about three other movies all running at the same time. <laughs> it all came out exactly <laughs> within this. Yeah, but no, this is the same movie, and it's so good. It's bringing back regulars. Darlan Flugel comes back. Flugel, yeah. The probably, fakest probably the stage best name in Hollywood. In this movie. Oh, Darlan I, Flugel. I think I loved every performance. Smith's is good. Jimmy Smith's Smith is, is the good. bad guy. Joe Pantoliano. John Grease. Always Greece, happy to see him. The guy from uh, Scarface, but now he's got like huge mustache and crazy long hair. So I was looking through the cast to find out who that guy was. Yeah. And, and I saw that the guy from Scarface was in the movie. <laughs> I was like, but who's the guy in the beard and the big flowy yeah. hair? Where is it's this guy? It's not the Scarface guy, is it? What a... It is. Is He looks like, you know, slick back hair Vigo Mortensen yeah. in Scarface. And here he is just full like Serpico. I mean... I would have bought, yeah, I, I bought him as a Cuban in, in Scarface, but no. Man, uh, here he's like Buddy Repperton. There's a, yeah. But as a vice cop. John Grease, too, with like the, the like grown out kind of blowout. John Grease had like the cool balding guy yeah. look for like a decade. Good look. You know, before Uncle Rico. Yeah. He's always shown up as guys exactly. like this, right? Love well, he, that. I see him in this, and uh, he looks so much older than he did like in Terror Vision, where he's. Kind of like that oh, the stoner punk, punk yeah. kid. Play a lot of stoner punks. Look, man, this guy could look 17 or 37. <laughs> yeah. Like in the same time, in the same year. That's yeah. pretty good. Uncle Rico looked pretty young. Yeah, that's true. He was the white guy that on was like Martin. a decade and a half later. <laughs> yeah. Worked at the radio station with Martin. What a career. This is filled with movies Legend. with guys with like careers, right? Mm-hmm. With like a bopping soundtrack. With Climax and Patti LaBelle. Yeah. And that Michael McDonald smash hit. So just as To Live and Die in L.A. had that really great Wang Chung mm-hmm. score, I feel like such an idiot saying it. <laughs> but at the Say end it. of the year, my Spotify is going to be like, second most listened to Wang Chung. Mm. I, I have been feel, spinning that, that album yeah. for months. I think it's so good. I don't know why Friedkin was like, we got to get them. He demanded them. He knew. It was his thing. Yeah. This was their second album. That's a cool thing. Well, Running Scared was like a platinum soundtrack. This is a year later. Yeah. And they're like, get us everything that sounds like <laughs> Everything Chung that sounds did. like a, what Wang Chung <laughs> did. We need Fee Waybill in the tubes to do for Running Scared. Exactly. They're all just having, like, who get the more fucked, like, Opening credits title track bands. I'm sure there's one out there with Timbuk Three. This is an all timer for opening tracks with the title of the of the film in the what in the a song. banger. The, Already, I'm in love with this. When we start yeah. with the opening credits filled with nothing but stars, nothing but shots of the shittiest looking city, Chicago. Oh my god, they do not make Chicago look like a pretty place in this. Movie. What a bag of piss Chicago Dead looks like. Dead man. Of winter slush and snow and gray and there must have been just smoke machines on in every shot because every shot in every bar or police station or anywhere in chicago is just like they're going through mist to get through these shots what torrid conditions are constantly happening in the wastelands of chicago they look pretty they made hoop dreams city like hoop dreams looked more appealing than this (laughs) this part exactly (laughs) 
How did they make it look worse than Hoop Dreams? Yeah. They were like, yeah, Candyman looks bad, but the rest of it ain't that much better. <laughs> yeah. Downtown doesn't look great. All of it's rough. All yeah, of it sucks. Looks rough. Kolchak's the only one that makes, makes it look ever look pleasant. And uh, yeah, it never also looks like Billy Crystal and uh, Gregory Hines are wearing enough clothes. I don't like, know, man. These they're guys layered. Like they're freezing. It. They're in long johns. They, it's yeah, a recurring gag that they are in their right? undies. What That's a true. shot. You're going to have to wear a long john in a Chicago winter. But I love the Wang Chung title track, To Live and Die in L.A. Mm-hmm. I think it is an excellent song. And I am into Fee Waybill and the Tubes running scared. There are about a dozen songs that sound exactly like this. Yeah. It would not shock me if they were timed to the second. <laughs> but man, I love hearing Waybill cash this one in right over the, the opening shots of the shittiest little city. Yeah. But oh, yeah, man. seeing that list of names, Dan Hedaya, we didn't even mention, I don't <laughs> right. think. Uh, seeing that list of names over that yeah music, and then uh, I had a lot of hope. And then nothing but movie. hits from there on <laughs> out. I know it just keeps building and keeps getting better. And then you're introduced to uh, yeah Danny and Ray, the, the just the two worst cops in the history of Chicago police. It's a department. tough city to be a cop in, man. <laughs> you know what? I am so anti-cop on this episode, and. I love running scared so much that I didn't think about it once that they were pigs. Mm. I was that into them. Not even when they're just suspending civil rights for everybody in every situation of this movie. (laughs) But they're both so cute. Like they're like the whole point. They're like both cute. They're cutie pies, right? They're like doing these. Like William Peterson and John Pankow get gritty (laughs) with that freaking like that same mid '80s flash. Mm-hmm. But it's the we talked about the dirty parts of Los Angeles, right? This is like if Peterson was not a cutie pie at all in that. But Billy Crystal is exactly like William Peterson if he was just a cute little guy. He's like a little guy. <laughs> He's like a cool little guy. He wants to play basketball and he likes chasing people and smarting off. And... Like the confident five foot yeah. six guy. And there's a couple of jokes about his height the same way you might get a Forster... Like hair plugs joke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's the best. He's just like a little guy smarting off. I don't think the version I watched, though, I'm going to say it up top. He I don't see it. He doesn't show it. Oh, no. Yeah. I, he I doesn't see so. it. Your version didn't show it. I didn't see it. I think I just made it up then. Yeah. I think I'll I w- just say tried how to much will it to happen. Pluto TV edited uh, running. I'm going to say me. Pluto ed- edited out him showing dick. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Which is a shame. Because it'd look cool because he's got like a smaller body. And it, it's just Heinz is the lean. Again, I don't know how he went from tap dancing megastar, presumably. Mm-hmm. Had into, to be. Into doing like a cop movie. I don't think they let like the fourth best tap dancer star in movies. Like he was probably at the top. Well, like Barishnikov was doing movies, right? Hell, so man. where is Hyam? The Barbarian where, where, Brothers were doing movies no, in the eighties. <laughs> like if we're if we're talking about ranked dancers from nineteen eighty five, there's already two of them. I don't know what Savion Glover was doing yet, <laughs> or Tommy Toon. Yeah, but I mean, there's probably limited guys like that that were getting gigs. So Hyam, for whatever reason, they're like, we're putting him into every kind. Of, Again, he was doing sci-fi. He did horror, like. Weird career in eighty seven ninety three. He had he the goods. Great. Yeah. He had it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. He's okay. He's he keeps up with Billy on this one. They're both 
They're See, both think... going for that obnoxious uh, charm <laughs> where uh, they can kind of get away with chasing a suspect and ransacking his house and forcing him to basically commit a crime by threatening him with the violence of the entire neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, when like, so when William Peterson would like hold a gun to somebody's face yes. in To Live and Die in L.A., I remember sitting there in the theater next to you just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, this intense. is real, right? And Crystal is like shoving so many guns in people's faces, <laughs> and he's somehow just coming off like a little guy. It's a comedy, yeah. And he is like burying a gun in a guy's like nose. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh man, he's he's basically trying to sell out. Yeah, Joe Panigliano in the beginning here goes out and tells him he's got fifty thousand in cash. Tells the whole neighborhood so they can come in ambush him that's a great bit and it's a joke it's it's funny (laughs) that's like a james woods kind of bit right he's a james woods adjacent guy but it's also crystal like playing sexy (laughs) crystal's like a ladies man in this like him and him and heinz are like just cute boys at the beach uh and then they arrest joe pants (laughs) the smallest fish in the pond yeah and steal his money and they immediately light up the biggest cigars you've ever seen I think they're normal sized cigars. They're just little guys. Because <laughs> <just> <laughs> Joe Pantaleo, they're like bringing the five foot four guy. They're just, all little dudes. For all I know, Jimmy Smith's is probably like five nine, and he looks like six four in this movie. He looks huge. I don't know how, but but John Grease looked like a huge guy compared to like Billy Crystal. I don't think he's a very big guy. Yeah, I don't think like Stephen Bauer act act next to Al Pacino, so you know he's only a little bit bigger than Pacino. Jimmy Smith looks like, he looks like Arnold out That's there. That's so funny. He looks like the guy who played Jaws in uh, the Bond movies next to these guys. He kind of does. He does have that same style, too. Yeah. yeah. His, his, uh, he's got a jaw, that Jimmy Smith's in this one. He is a young, cut dude in this movie. Everybody's cut. Good looking Good looking Crystal cast. Crystal is shredded. Hedaya's got hair. Everyone, Paneliano's got this cool like pink streak of hair. Yeah, weird. Playing, a punk la- hair. playing like a Latino. <laughs> you talking punk? hair, dude. Steven Bauer has more hair from movie to movie. What a crazy jump. From Scarface to this. Yeah, that's true. He's this guy's unrecognizable. And everybody's got great hair. This is a great hair movie. Mm-hmm. Hadea is like a 28 year old man in this movie. <laughs> What did that doesn't look a day over six? Adea is my age peer in this movie, mm-hmm. which feels insane. To it's me. like when, yeah, it's like learning that Danny Glover was 41 and Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that can't like, be right, it's, it's gotta be 51. I don't buy it for a second, man. I have had the name Fee Waybill stuck in my head since that dude lived in Sonoma County. Mm. We're going back to the running scared theme song, real right, quick, right? Here. right. That guy played the Canocti Harbor Resort and Spa oh. so much, and it was constant radio. You couldn't escape the radio ads for Fee Waybill in the tubes. Was this my own haunting memory of Sonoma County? I don't remember Fee Way. I might have been too young. <laughs> I think also we were pretty... She's a beauty. We were, you know, my main... Uh, my dad always listened to cassettes, so the main radio was like the pop. KZST not, stuff. Not the two in the morning cassettes yeah. of your father. Wasn't here in the tubes. Not the Steely right Dan of my father. Sorry, yeah. I wanted to talk about Fee Waybill. That's and the cool, tubes. Is that one name? Fee Way. Fee is his first name, and Waybill okay. is his last name. 
sounds like an alien. And at some point, he was just the tubes. But then I guess he maybe when he did this theme for Running Scared is when he became more famous. Yeah, I don't know because we have. I hope the, he became. We have more not famous. just that. We hit up the Michael McDonald theme eventually. The Michael McDonald theme is the one you know. You talking you know Harry from this movie? Oh God, I think I'm going to have to be Michael McDonald for Halloween. <laughs> like I was like just. We were watching the video from that from this movie, and I was like, "Yeah, put a little Hawaiian shirt on, yeah, don't move my face expression at all." And he looks, I'm Michael McDonald. He had kind of like if Jerry Garcia had it together, exactly a bit <laughs> like Jerry Garcia if he like ate a little healthier. And uh, yeah, boy, not a lot of emotion from Mike mm-hmm. in that video. <laughs> Hell of a voice has though. a great video. Anyway, can can Crystal Ball? There's like multiple basketball scenes in this is he like a secret it like, seems like baller? he insisted yeah on having a lot of basketball action in this movie it's felt written in yeah. now i know like he rep he looked good as convincing as a ref in uh, of course classics yeah yeah like forget paris I'm he sure can that... he can run he can run with a ball yeah do you think he did rock and jock b-ball on mtv i remember flea mm. did it <laughs> but I don't, I don't know Crystal man. That's was out a tough there one. sinking free throws that's a tough one feels like that would have been a cool Billy Crystal way to cross over I could see him and maybe Bill Murray trying to get get something going there. I could see Murray I don't think Crystal did it I don't know if he handled the rock and jock not everybody had to play in the game you know like not every because yeah. you wouldn't want him like being guarded by Dan Cortez <laughs> like but it would be cool to see him like in a skills competition that feels like more his thing, like setting a screen. Mm-hmm. I think he can ball. Because he wears the John Stockton and shorter shorts throughout yeah, yeah. this movie. The second he can, he does. He's, he's, he's got a lot of athletic wear. He definitely wears like a Blackhawks jersey at one point. So there might be some hockey. I, I could see him doing hockey too. Yeah. What an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so cut. So he lean so in this shredded. movie. Everybody's cut. He's got his beard and his little fro going. That's why I dig this. So like, you know, To Live and Die Lays is a gritty movie. I really rushed through that word. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, but everybody's still kind of hot. They're mm. more strung out, but it's like, they're still sexy. You know, Darlene Flugels, very sexy. Her and William Peterson, they're very, very passionate together, right? Oh, yeah. And everybody's kind of hot in this movie. This is hot Dan Hedaya. Hot John Grease, right? Everybody gets to be like, like I guess Stephen Bauer is probably hotter in Scarface, but this is his. This is a hot guy version of this guy. He was pretty hot in this, but this is the hottest Crystal. I think. I think the sexiest Billy Crystal. I think so. You don't see him with the beard too often Mm -mm. until later when he's an older guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he kept it pretty clean. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Billy Crystal feels like a just an old school kind of guy. So you wouldn't see him on the MTV because he's like starring in a movie with Jack Palance. He's, you know, he, so he went that other direction. We did, we're doing Running Scared right now because Charlie got like really not into the idea of doing Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were going to we were going to do a whole slew of these things and <laughs> And, uh, we re- I really did like when I proposed this crystal idea. I'm really like, we're gonna do a dozen of Billy's best. Yeah, like I really bit off way too much. I think so. But a I really pushed for. I thought doing like a two hour Mr. Saturday Night app would be really just a really funny thing to do. And Charlie kind of kind of humored me until he till it got too real. <laughs> well, it was basically like uh, pick one. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was really going to cool hammer Peter out Adams action Billy Crystal, or we can do the chat at a chat. Mr. Saturday Night Crystal. I would have done a really bad Mr. Saturday Night episode because that was that's just Billy doing bits. Mm-hmm. He limits the bits in this movie. The only part of this movie, as we'll go through this next couple hours, <laughs> that I'll concede doesn't work yeah. is when he does a bit. It's kind of towards the end. He phones in like a fake call. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he yeah. does this extended riff, like an improv bit that is not working. And you know it's not hitting. And Hines is doing that kind of like best friend Joe Spinell good guy thing where it's like, I got to save my buddy. <laughs> and, and Crystal's kind of dying. And oh, and they left it in. That's kind of the, the Eddie Murphy at his peak hubris. Mm-hmm. We're leaving in some golden child riffs. They left a lot of stuff in this movie. I like the extended cut they, that we uh, got out of this. This movie, on IMDb, it said it was two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> and I think that's probably where I started to sweat. I was like... <laughs> No, this, I think that was Mr. Saturday Night that was 2.15. Okay. That's what well, made you Even on Pluto jittery. TV, this thing was like an hour 55 or so. It was it was close to two hours. And this movie uh, has this funny thing where they do every scene twice. Every scene. They play basketball two different times. <laughs> we have two of the same Michael McDonald montage we'll talk about later. I love the montage when we get to the Key West montage. The most what? confusing one is when they sing "Happy Birthday" to Gregory Hines twice. <laughs> you get the sense that Hines is just filming a couple different movies and they just like mashed them what up. Is, what is going? Why did we have to see? It would make sense that we're filming a lot of movies because there's like five different plots running through. And I think that's scared. the other, yeah. The the problem I had watching this uh, was just that besides like not being funny, not being exciting. It also had too many plots. It had the retire plot. It had the train mm-hmm. new guys plot. It had the kidnapped <laughs> yeah. ex-wife plot. Yeah. And the, uh, the dream bar plot. And also just like, but no stakes for any of them. Yeah. Not one of them held a single amount I agree. Of They're all and really good. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> I love all the plots they do. Yeah. That's one of the things I love most. Like we're with, I think we're in sync there, and I love that we're getting all these different sides of them. We're get Darlene Flugels, another hit, mm-hmm. another hit performance for this gal. What a what a few years, right? Crazy stage name. <laughs> it's for true. the Miss Barbara Lee. She's but great. Darlene Flugel, what a she's dream. becoming not only a regular on the show but like a Hall of Famer in my opinion. Totally, because she's always she's been in. This is now the third one we've done with her. All good movies. All great performances from her, especially. She has afforded us the opportunity to say her name so many times, deservedly. Miss Miss Flugel. Yeah. Legitimately becoming one of my favorites. (laughs) She's really good in this. She's like fourth build. Mm -hmm. She's right up at the top there. Really odd billing order. John Grease build way down. Bowers up third. Some of these agents just working overtime. There's like yeah. so many agents involved in this because, like I said, all these great storylines. <laughs> Crystal and his ex-wife, the plan to retire to Key West, which leads to an incredible set of book-ended Michael McDonald montages. Every bit of these subplot. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Jimmy Smits is doing his whole other thing. 
we everybody have, gets a plot. Yeah, we, we there's just and it takes so long for them to go through each <laughs> each and every one of those the plots. The trade in the new guys <laughs> plot is such a crazy addition. It comes in 90 minutes into the movie. <laughs> you got new partners. What? <laughs> we don't have time for this Dan Hedaya. <laughs> Two total new dudes. Uh, but like at a, least those guys come in and save the day or have some impact at the end of the movie. You need bodies, but it's like they don't. now you get two. <laughs> but also they're two like known guys. Bowers doing a crazy like facial hair thing. John Grease has grown out his hair. Like they're all running over each other. And it's all just like it's like Coy and Vance showing up at the Duke's farm. But it's the same. Crazy. It's the same two guys who they've ruined their undercover operation in the first 40 minutes of this movie. And uh, leading to the suspect getting killed, Joey Pants, leading to them just screwing up all of this stuff. And then they have to come in and train them. And they never really bring it up. <laughs> like, they never they never go like, yeah, still kind of pissed that you guys uh, screwed our whole thing up. They seem to have for no like kind year. of history or, or knowledge of the other two. Yeah, they're just like, see what you got, old man. This was the guy who just screwed up your whole thing an hour ago. I love... What I love about a great subplot, like the train in the rooks kind of thing, is how they um, they don't dive in at all. Like, I could have sworn that I forgot they were doing it. The rookies just kept kind of showing up at the scene. Like, yeah, oh, we're never, all driving separate. We're just meeting there later. Them. Like, I never see any training or real inter. It's just like they're all kind of, we're meeting there, right? No interaction, no communication. They just kind of show up at a crime at the same time. Yeah. After it's Billy great. Crystal has hit their car. Uh, out of spite <laughs> with his car. Did you check when uh, in that really good scene where Flugel tells uh, Billy Crystal that she's getting remarried and Crystal handles his rebound by talking about buying a big laser disc sa- sound system? I did have to give you points for that. Up? Yeah. Huh? 86 laser discs. 86. Disc. Getting, the, getting the shout out. Yeah. 86 is a deep for a, for him to be championing laser discs. I feel like he calls it a laser disc stereo so i'm not exactly sure what laser disc system is what i okay heard. okay same diff yeah definitely yeah, that was that was cool you can get a crystal soundbite of him saying the word laser disc now. <laughs> the golden pipes of crystal i like in the scene where she's uh telling him about her new husband he has this other subplot within that own scene about a guy trying to serve money to him yeah and he tells the guy that Gregory Hines is him and to go check the women's room. And they have a whole, like, check the women's room for this man. And then, ah, oh, jeez. And, uh, you know, I thought you were going to talk me into this movie a little bit more. And I'm, I feel myself just like. When Al Leon comes revisit. around the corner with an Uzi <laughs> in any movie, when have you ever not liked that? When they are at that scene. I actually forgot all about the ant a dying plot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, the, and her leaving them money i forgot about i have to add that to the plot list <laughs> <laughs> right it's just like a tight linear story that's like really streamlined and when that big showdown i don't know man i thought that was good i thought that was intense people fought, holding guns at each other smith's towering over everybody at like five nine you know yeah. al leong's like five five that was a good that there were some good action scenes in this one. That they had like it was giving me all those RoboCop squad vibes where they're all wearing like trench coats with kicky hats. Hell yeah, yeah. 
One guy's wearing a beret. John Grease is like wearing a beret. We don't know he's undercover yet. Pantaleon's yes. got his kind of cursed hair. And uh, <laughs> like then just out of nowhere, Al Leung walks around the corner. The the Asian bad guy that's in every movie for that was fifteen a, yeah, years. I didn't I, I did kind of have that uh doesn't show up again. Rick Dalton moment that he just oh, shows oh, oh. up in the back here, walks around a corner like third man thing. with Uzi. Yeah. I wasn't expecting uh these kind of big deaths so soon. I thought this movie kind of hooked me in with that, with uh you know oh, like people can die mm-hmm. in this one. I didn't think I thought Panaliano would be the comedy comedy sidekick through the end of this movie. Right. They're like, no, that's too many too many sidekicks. No. <laughs> they had to let we that got, plot go. We got too many jokes here. <laughs> all right. Uh, Joey Pants is going to get shot in the stomach. Yep. Yeah. So, Out of all the plots to get rid of. Yeah. Get rid of the Pantoliano plot. But Pants gets shot. Guy. Grease and, and uh, the super her suit. Mm-hmm. Scarface guy are undercover cops. That's a great scene. I just looked it up. Dan Hadai is 45. Mm. I'm coming up on it. Wow. But, buddy. What happens... You talk about no consequences for them fucking up this <laughs> mission to such an extraordinary degree. Might you forget that they get sent on a clear-your-heads trip to a little place called Key West. Yeah. Now, here's where I thought the movie was taking a good turn. I enjoyed everything that happened in Key West, Florida. Go into Key West with the smooth pipes of 1986 Michael McDonald, mm-hmm. in which had to been one of his last huge hits. <laughs> smash hit this was a top 10 hit for mcdonald this is on the live dvd mm-hmm. you go to see michael mcdonald he's doing shine sweet freedom i was gonna say what is the, the name song of the song is called all i can hear is the like the mcdonald voice where you just kind of get the vibes of the words yeah i was debating shine whether or not sweet to freedom. <laughs> like yeah it's like really good it's just like you get this great like mo- full montage of like Will it come into? And then like suddenly Crystal and Hines like motor scooter into the scene. And I'm like, oh shit, we're going there. We're doing this. Yeah. When they are going to Key West to clear their heads, get over their massive bungling. Absolute massive bungling. Absolute massacre they caused. <laughs> so they go down to Key West. They take their shortest shorts. <laughs> yeah. Their tallest socks. Several different pairs of roller blades and roller skates. Yes. All all the colors of the rainbow. The most cropped shirts you've ever seen. The montage that we immediately get swept into is filmed with like 40 different babes. Oh man. In three there's every time they do a cut scene, there is a different total smoke show. Not just a Key West <laughs> nine. <laughs> They got real nines. They <laughs> flew in nines. the nines to Key West, okay? This is not a Key West nines. Yeah. This is nothing but nines and tens, maybe one eight. But this is a bunch of babes riding on motor scooters with Crystal and Hines while they roller skate into traffic and have the time of their lives to the smooth Michael McDonald. Yeah, that's the that's the best part of the movie. Easily. They were having bonfires with babes on night one. They were on a boat. They immediately ingratiate themselves into the laid back Key West, Florida community, and just have their way with the women down there. The 
the Key West Tourism Board couldn't have paid <laughs> for better advertising. I have never wanted to be somewhere more than Billy Crystal in his short shorts, glistening. Mm-hmm. Really tan for Chicago guy. <laughs> <laughs> really bronze. tan down there, yeah. They're out on the boat. They're Having fishing. Having beers. Throwing beer Crystal's around. Crystal's like a like 145. Heinz <laughs> <laughs> got that lean dancer's physique. Yeah. And they're fishing. And the babes are on a boat. They flew into Key West and got two strangers, nines, tens, <laughs> to go out with them on a boat. They, have, they could talk girls into boats. What kind of endless charm powers do these two have? It's incredible. That's the great mystery of, of Billy Crystal's this, career. Yeah. It's what so charming. It? But what is what it? What is it? What is it? Because, again, yeah. No, I remember nothing, Martin Short bits. Nothing funny in I'm this I'm not movie. remembering. <laughs> I remember he says marvelous, but I don't remember the jokes. <laughs> I like I hate like, when it happens. That's he's, a thing. Uh, yeah, he's, like, he's not particularly nice to anyone in this movie, so it's like, but everyone loves him. I know. It's and, so good. Uh, they're having no, bonfires. They're having beers on a boat. I mean, this is a real, like, what is happening right now? What is happening in this movie? It's about as big of a 180 as a movie takes. <laughs> so then yeah. I'm like, okay, here we go. So then, obviously, they're going to try to set up this new life in Florida. And then Jimmy Smith will come down, and they'll have to settle the score down in here in Florida. No. Obviously. They... They are just having the time of their lives. They're like, this is it. This they are the having movie. an awakening. Yeah. For 10 minutes, they're just chilling. 10 minutes of them just going like, fucking Key West, <laughs> right? They are so into every uh, part of Key West in their like short. Gregory Hines in his crop top, like Chicago Bears jersey. And sometimes the shorts are long. Mm-hmm. Like they mix it up. Crystal will be wearing some knee lengths. And then the next scene, they're even shorter. They're su- super short. Super Bright short. red. For as the, much the tank tops are showing all the the man all they can legally tight, show tight <laughs> tight some of this stuff right not quite sleepaway camp bike shorts guy tight mm-hmm. but uh-huh. Crystal and Hines were not leaving much <laughs> no they were Crystal not. didn't pull down the the pants like William Peterson but he's like I'll wear the dick shorts you'll get it yeah you'll I'll get wear the, the shorts idea. you'll see the print you know. So he's he kind of that's what that's that's Billy Crystal's genius right there. It's like let him imagine. Uh huh. You keep it half hidden, <laughs> right? Keep it half hidden. It's like you don't tell jokes, right? You let the audience make up something funny in their head that would you happened say there. words <laughs> that are kind of like in the rhythm of like a joke, right? But then like any time you think about it later, you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? One of the most I think in Mister Saturday Night, a movie I've seen four or five times. Charlie, I've been forcing Charlie to stare at my like shitty Mister Saturday Night VHS this whole Just time. Just got the grinning <laughs> death grin of Billy Crystal. <laughs> what a curse staring at me that I have just sitting out. Promotional copy, not for resale. Promotional copy. What a buy! How did this find its way into this home? <laughs> I've seen this movie so many times, and I'm trying to think of like the jokes from the movie because it's just two hours of him wearing old man makeup and doing like. Milton Burrow like cigar jokes. Yeah. And I remember one of them he like points to a fat guy and he calls him New Jersey in pants. And the crowd <laughs> loses their minds. That joke like skyrocketed Buddy to stardom. 
in oh, that man. movie. It is just not a joke in the slightest. City Slickers, when I'm watching it, my friend Nathan Hoffman's sleepover, at one point, when like that babe is interested in Crystal, because of course, the of babe course, on the hello. cattle drive is going to be into Crystal and not like Bruno Kirby. <laughs> sure, right. And Bruno Kirby's like, says that she wants to wear his ass as a hat. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> I still don't. I don't get it. Is it I like can't, a, I can't help it you like there, sitting man. Sitting on a show, I don't know. Yeah, but it's it was said like a joke, and people in the room were like, la- they're fucking their heads off. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard when this montage of them just scootering around Key West with total stunners, nothing but babes wearing shirts with boobs on them, <laughs> doing doing do you sunglasses gags. That was like. Chris Farley in that beer commercial. <laughs> I was just like lifted up the shades as a couple, a couple of absolute tens. Yeah, walk by right. They do the turnaround with the reveal. I like how they don't play up the the boobs shirts. They aren't reacting right. to their own funny shirts. They're just doing That's the just what they're wearing that gigs. day, guys. They're just they happen to go on a shirt shop right on the beach. That'd be funny to wear a couple of booby shirts. And uh, Heinz had white ones. Crystal had like a pair of big black jugs. <laughs> <laughs> These are the jokes. These are the These crystal are the jokes, jokes, right? These are yeah. they. But they're also doing kind of like a a lot of people die cop movie. There's a couple bloodbaths in this movie. <laughs> there are people getting oozied in half. That's what I mean. Like the whole reason why they get to go on this vacation is because they got a guy killed. And blew yeah. up this other they're operation. Like, they're sending him out as like a, yeah, we'll suspend him. And they're like, you guys got to get the hell out of town. Make yourself seen. Yeah. And uh, they eventually just, uh, well, they decide to buy a bar when they're in Key West. And it's like, all right, cool. A couple of ex-cops owning a bar. Yeah, we find out they got like 16 years on the force. And they're like, we're retiring. We're going to buy yeah. this bar. We got the loan. Cue the reprise of the michael no, mcdonald well, that's song we're in key west we get this long michael mcdonald intro of them just plowing babes <laughs> on a boat where'd they get this boat that's boats aren't cheap they key west re- is in the united states right we're not in like a <laughs> yeah. third world country where everything's uh, free <laughs> you know like the it's down the florida keys yep yep you know and uh Dude, just i'm just imagining roy scheider and those other guys from sorcerer just like instead they go to key west <laughs> <laughs> They're just mopedding around like, no one will find us here. Can you can you not stop thinking about Sorcerer either? <laughs> oh, never. I know, I know I've compared a lot of movies to To Live and Die in L.A. since seeing it. I know I'm obsessed with it enough that I see it in every movie. But this one, I don't think I'm going crazy. <laughs> I think this is the exact same movie. And it has some shocking deaths like that one. Some blood. A lot of blood. The violence blood. is like gets kind of real at times. Yeah, they. But then uh, also, Crystal gets shot a couple of times and makes good gags out of getting shot. Oh, so it's yeah. also that kind of movie. It's the it's the ultimate movie where, uh, I mean, they're they're getting sprayed with Uzis. And yeah, they never. People are just strafing. <laughs> just <laughs> it's just single-handed Uzis just spraying. That scene where Joey Pants gets killed, they're just and every time they just lay on the floor and kind of like kick the air, and they're like, woo, 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 and they never get hit. There's this great scene with during that bloodbath where where Pantaleano dies and everybody's 
figures out they're working for somebody else and Al Gung just kind of disappears. And I'm still <laughs> like, oh, off. man, he's going to come back and kick ass. And then he's just gone. Never seen him again. Jimmy Smith, when they're about to do the buy for like the Uzis, I could have sworn maybe I, maybe I was just kind of make, taking this movie in my own direction in my head while watching it. But I could have sworn Jimmy Smith is just like, yeah, they didn't even find our fucking Uzis. And then from then on out, everybody in this movie has Uzis. It's Uzis. Like Smiths took them back the and distributed down. them everywhere. Everybody's got There's an like Uzi. There's like one crate of them and suddenly everybody is just firing rounds. But nobody got Uzi training. No. Nobody learned how to hold these wild automatic weapons. And they are just, yeah, it's like any scene with uh, like a kid just like a, going wild with a gun. And uh, yeah, even at the end, Smiths has got him and Darlene Flugel got Crystal and her yeah. dead to rights on Machine those elevators and just doesn't point down when they duck. <laughs> a lot of bad shots in this movie. It feels like shots. people with not enough Uzi training yeah. jumping right into the Uzis. I think that's exactly what I happened. think that's what allows us so many uh, flooded the close streets deaths. There. And uh, yeah, everybody the- wanted to like try it out, but nobody wanted to like take the time to get good. That the the one scene where they go after all his henchmen and they're just diving through walls and <laughs> shooting dudes Man. and they just kill like a dozen guys. There were some in this apartment complex. Violent deaths in this. People were getting shot in the neck and uh, bodies yeah. were heaped and at blood the end, was everywhere. Yeah, at the end the guys get oozied and falling off the the railing, going down three four flights. Yeah, bad landings, of, hard hard bullet wounds, and then just Billy Crystal being like, "Man." <laughs> <laughs> And then we segue directly back into another Michael McDonald montage. <laughs> they, I don't, I don't know how many movies have pulled back the montage callback. Yeah, uh, once this is like all this movie once does. like Lambda 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 is done repairing the house, they don't go back to do touch ups. <laughs> like the montage is done. The Scarface montage didn't have like a callback to like fast forward them again. We get. We go that whole trip to Key West, man. Book ended by Michael McDonald. That's how you know you got a good song. When you're like, play it again. That song was such a smash hit. The music video, which everybody needs to go watch. Mm-hmm. By the way, the actual soundtrack version of the song is like eight minutes long. Oh, yeah. It is Jim Steinman length. <laughs> In the last five minutes, the full song, you saw the video is short. Mm-hmm. It's like a three-minute video. It's mm-hmm. great. Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines go down to meet Michael McDonald in a bar in Key West. They're Michael McDonald seems like he's in a coma the whole time. <laughs> Strung out from too many nights on the road. Now he's playing a bar gig in Key West. Sends a postcard to his buddies, Crystal and Hines. Yep. They show up, short shorts, tight pants. Ready to go. Bringing them back. And then McDonald and them throw back drinks at the bar. I love these boys. That's a dream come true. I did not expect the Michael McDonald reprise, though. Because mm-hmm. the Key West dream is sounding real. Billy Crystal's selling him on it. He's selling him on the idea, like, no, man. I like that it's not glorifying cops. We had our glorified cops run, right? We can do better. Mm-hmm. In Wang Chung's song, To Live and Die in L.A., <laughs> I love how it paints L.A. as this total peace. <laughs> that you wouldn't want to be caught dead in. And all the lyrics are like, why do we waste our lives here? We could run away to paradise. Brother, I've seen what Chicago looks like now. 
Key West is looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have taken much beyond like, Gregory, we have slept with like 80 women. <laughs> and we've been here like a week tops. We have this made. That's it. Selling point over. We got this bar. Several people died to get this inheritance. Mm-hmm. They got their pension coming up. As long as they don't get like a dozen more people murdered. I don't think that would matter. They, I the... think there's no consequences no matter how many people. When we loop back to the McDonald reprise, he has convinced Hines they're signing the bank loan. And when they sign this loan, they stand up wearing the skimpiest <laughs> outfit we have seen them in. Streetwear edition. Yeah. They're in the short shorts on the boat. But when they're out in public, I've never seen somebody wearing this little amount of clothing in the bank. Exactly. You're making a financial transaction here, guys. <laughs> You're signing a, <laughs> a six-figure loan. And they are wearing roller skates. Yep. Like they bust over from the A&W. Like a couple of obnoxious clowns would. <laughs> Just a total of goofs. Signing like a hundred and forty-three grand loan, in their shortest shorts and their highest socks, mm-hmm. with those little muscular calves and the <laughs> abs. I love how much skating there is for two guys who don't appear to have skated before. Just yeah. like they didn't seem to know how to use Uzis, they didn't seem to use skates. I appreciated that realism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly a couple of guys from Chicago that had never worn a rolling skate. Yeah, I did like that. But uh, when we see their little butts uh, roller skating out of the bank, a out. narrow bank, too. These two clowns are swinging arms. <laughs> this bank they is are. like a little narrow closet. They that, almost hit a lady on the way out. <laughs> they're signing a loan in the, all the way in the back. And their little butts are wiggling as like McDonald's vocals do that like fade out, just like, like, just like, mm. mm-hmm. so just like buttery smooth right seeing those little legs pumping then it cuts to the clumsiest exit them just stumbling outside of the bank (laughs) celebrating the and it cuts to this incredible shot like a like the smoothest segue of them roller skating off the scene of sunny key west back to them roll crossing across like apocalyptic chicago winter and some guy's just like, hey, get the fuck out of the street. <laughs> yeah, back to Chicago. Back to life, man. And I, I never understood why they went back. If they're retiring, just stay down in in Florida. But That's the cop at, in them. At this point, yeah, they, the have, they have to they come want back and it get too that bad. job They got to close that out. Yeah. You remember the obsession that Peterson went through. He, this is the same thing where it's like them and Smiths knew each other. Yeah. They know the guy doing the crime. He knows that they know. They know they're just kind of like going to deal with it. <laughs> but I just like, yeah, they have this whole uh, point of making like they're uh, they're now living this like mellow lifestyle, taking it easy, kind of everyone's in such a hurry here in Chicago. And when they find out that Jimmy Smith's has gotten out on bail, it is like, they drop that shit. They get it immediately back to like, we got to go get him. I'll get him tonight. I'll get him right now. They get, go, get the fuck out of here. They Let's go. go. Through this get segment. your bulletproof vest. We're going. It's like, what happened to Florida? They have the best time anybody could possibly ever have in Florida. I've been to Florida. I've had fun in Florida. But I also, man, 
Once I'm just like, Florida's the best. Like, you know they hate. You know they hate Chicago. Yeah. They had a great time in Key West. And Hadaya points it out to them. You got short-timers syndrome. They're going to get careless. And then they go on a series of the deadliest police shakedowns ever seen. And all they did was like, all we got to do is make it a week until retirement. He's like, let's go in, guns blazing, to this apartment that we just followed a guy through. And then Crystal's still cracking jokes. Let me tell you, the trailer for this is great. Because everyone, every the whole trailer is just Crystal coming in a door and being like, do I come to bad time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone. And it, and it kills. It just it blew me away that we spent 15 minutes of this movie, like, really establishing, like, we are taking this different direction. And then they just go like, nah, fuck it. Let's go back to Chicago. Yeah, we're doing this. We're and finishing this out. keep just busting through doors like a couple of civil rights through violating walls. pigs. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the crazy thing. I don't know how char- they balance that charm because I know these guys are the like filthiest pigs. They're the worst. They're swine, right? Why did John I? John Grease shoots Billy Crystal, a fellow cop, during that first real big bloodbath melee. Yeah. I don't think it's an accident. <laughs> I don't think that guy accidentally shot Billy Crystal in the chest. Didn't know he had a bulletproof vest on. But yeah, uh, yeah I think he was like, let's uh, let's move on from this. Yeah, that's guy. really like a Vic Mackey killing Terry in like episode one. Crystal yeah. got shot yeah. in this movie. And I'm telling you, man, a guy died. A guy that I thought was going to be around to the end died. And I'm thinking, no. They're going to have Crystal just laid up in a hospital. Is this going to become the Himes movie? Could have. Very well could have. Uh, yeah, they were, they but, were playing with that for a while. Instead, you got Crystal making jokes while there's like serious training day shit going on, too. How about Smith's escaping in red bikini briefs with an Uzi? That was a good one. Smith's is lean and ripped, too. Catching Smith's with his pants down, and then he, he takes a hostage to have them throw their pants at him. <laughs> That was a pretty good bit. Crystal whiffing on the pants from like <laughs> seven stories up. Could not get the pants further away from Smith. Maybe the guy can't tried. ball. I don't think he that, can. I think it was intentional then. Because yeah, we yeah. know he can ball. That's why we had two, four, mm. seven different basketball shots to establish that Crystal's a baller. Yeah. That's why he did rock and jock. That's why he did forget <laughs> Paris. So remind us, he's a baller. So we it. know when he misses the pants layup, you know Crystal doesn't miss the That's layup. It's a false flag. Crystal is made of layups. <laughs> Every movie, Every movie is a layup. Easily be considered a layup. I have said <laughs> not a lot the of words, the legend of Curly's gold, <laughs> more times than I can count. Mm-hmm. There are a few movie sub names that I love more than the legend of Curly's gold. And I got to imagine Crystal was a part of that. You don't bring Bill. I bet he had to do that again when Mr. Saturday Night failed. I I bet Mr. Saturday Night gave us the gift that was the title, The Legend of Curly's Gold. I don't care about the analyze this movies. No. I'm an 80s, 90s crystal purist. Yeah, absolutely. I know you are a big 700 Sundays (laughs) (laughs) crystal. Don't paint me with that 700 (laughs) Sundays brush. Don't you dare. We're going to do like a somber 61. (laughs) I think he's really funny when he's a mime and Spinal Tap. <laughs> he's <great> in Spinal <laughs> Tap, man. 
That's my Billy Crystal. I hate when that happens. That's a good bit with him. <laughs> him and Christopher Guest. Yep. That's a funny Crystal routine right there. Well, actually, I was going to say, uh, when we were talking about Crystal Lake, originally, I was like... I love I was Camp like, Crystal Lake. Maybe my favorite Billy Crystal character performances is uh, from those Monster Inc. movies. I mm. think I think that's actually a character with jokes and funny things <laughs> to say. Well, sure. I guess if you want jokes from your comedians. Yeah. No, uh, you know, Robin Williams didn't have jokes. Throw Mama from the Train's also pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good He's, one. Yeah. He, uh, he gets around. No. Uh, I'm kind of I, taking this movie a little hard. This is an entertaining movie. It's just dude. it was it was a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> there are it's an exhausting. I'm uh, sorry. The shot of times. Heinz and Crystal after giving Smiths their pants because Crystal whips the shot, so Heinz also has to give him his pants. Yeah. Them running out into Chicago winter in their tight long white long johns and each getting like a real wide legged squat stance to fire off right. some rounds who taught them that that's how cops shoot guns <laughs> dude that's like a mel brooks bit in they, the underwear just squatting yeah. and shooting their service revolvers I, well and they had did that they did that earlier in the movie when those those couple of punks tried to rob them not in their pajamas but they uh <laughs> remember those those young guys yeah. tried to hold them up and uh, they end up running away and then driving the car, and they're like, they get in the same that same squat, and they're just they're just firing guns at a car of yeah, suspects. Man. They fire six bullets into that windshield, and uh, the, that car crashes. And I thought those two suspects were dead, and they're like, well, I got six shots on him, and they're joking. I was like, these guys are sociopaths. Yeah, they're psychopaths. I mean, yeah, they're cops. They, they of were course like, they are. Please let us shoot you. We're <laughs> that's what we're here Why for. Why do you think Darlan Flugel's his ex-wife? Most likely. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Got, he's, Odd he's say got some anger issues. Odd say he's a little guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't get up. that side of Crystal. We get the healing side of Crystal. Mm-hmm. Coming to terms with it, Crystal. I like the little line after the apartment shootout when I when you think Crystal's dying, and he's doing the full like, "Promise me, promise me you'll go to Key West, <laughs> buy the bar, just take it, take the bar." And then when Hines says, "I'll do it, I'll do it," and he goes, breaks into full like Billy Crystal, Milton Berle double take like, "You'd go without me?" Uh huh. Nothing but net. <laughs> Nothing but net. Just draining them. And Buckets. then, of course, Gregory Hines, the master of yes anding, is like, well, you you told me to yeah. do it. You just asked me. I think they are a legitimately great, fun team. I think they're complimentary. I think they set each other up well. I think I'm just charmed by them. And you're talking, if you're talking the Friedkin car chase, how about this Peter Hyams car chase we get? It's a good, okay, good car chase. I am so shocked how low on this movie you are. This had an L train car chase. I will even tell you though, I was like watching, <laughs> I was going, this is a good car chase, exciting on the L train. And then, like, even that went on too long. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't they dangerous to, they, enough. They for had me. to dodge like a second train. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. They are up. We dodged a train. I'm sorry, man. Dodge another one. There's some like 45 degree turns on this track where there are no rails and they are just in those ruts. That's a good, good car chase. Good car chase. I don't, I'm not sure. Man, 
just like I don't know how Friedkin filmed reverse traffic scene with all those cars. This car is on the L tracks. This is there. They are shutting down an L train to film this whole scene. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. This movie seems like it goes above and like they're adding an extra pause and stuff, but like he's going big. You think we've watched dozen Billy Crystal movies in our life mm-hmm. between us easily. Who knows how many Sundays worth? <laughs> There is no other Crystal movie like Run and Scare. There's no other Gregory Hines movie like Run and Scare. There's no other Peter Hyams movie. These people are all flying without a net. They're like, we have how much money to do this? And they delivered a hit. This made $40 million. $40 million in 1986 dollars. Mm-hmm. I guarantee this was more of a hit than uh, Friedkin's. Probably. Which sucks, but <laughs> them's the breaks. And Hyams made hits. Yeah. Until Sudden Death lost a lot of money. And end of days lost a lot of money, but whatever. <laughs> this guy was going for it because Hyams goes for it. This guy has never not gone for it. Mm-hmm. You like Outland? I liked it. Capricorn yeah. One. Uh, I really liked the uh, the final high rise sequence. I thought was like, where was this uh, a half hour ago? I wanted this happening. You want throughout. this bumped up? Yeah. When when Smith captures uh, Darlan Flugel and. Holds her hostage to get the coke back that these guys have taken from him. Yeah, and then we have the great. I mean, that's that whatever building scene. that was. Great setup there, uh, having the uh, bad guys dressed up like the state police, and I don't know. Yeah, that was an exciting, great Uzi set filled piece, right? Action scene of yeah. There's Heinz is coming in through the roof. Yeah, they There's have this like, whole thing like uh, yeah like. Very I, thought that was, I thought it was all pretty like, like suspenseful and good action. Going up the glass and yeah, coming in, swinging on that thing, blowing dudes away with his Uzi. For as charming and cute as these boys are, you are not kidding about their sociopathic reaction to death. <laughs> they love it. Hines is like coming in <laughs> through a window washer's little swing, and he is swinging it, trying to get onto a balcony, onto a onto mm-hmm. one of the apartment rises. And just cuts through a man <laughs> with an Uzi. He swings close to this guy trying to grab him and just rips him in shreds. And then he sticks the landing and kind of like just gets off the screen. Doesn't even look down at this man's... He like took a life. Yeah. He just took oh. this man's last breath. There's one... And he uh, tap dances off front. <laughs> exactly. There's one a little <laughs> later, I think, where Crystal uh, had just kind of like could shoot the guy in the back, but just like, hey! So the guy turns around so he doesn't exactly <laughs> shoot the guy yeah. in the back. But he, yeah, blows these dudes away, point blank range. And then they're like, I got him. No, I got him. And uh, I cannot. it's chilling. It is I know. chilling to watch Whenever they kill a man, they look like so unaffected by it. Whereas, <laughs> got whereas William out. Peterson is just ragged. Mm-hmm. That guy feels black. He is dark inside. He is. Right? Right. He's carrying a weight. Crystal has just got that. It's like he's walked around with a little Walkman that's just playing that Michael McDonald jam like all day. And he's just like, just just listening to Climax. Pretty much. Listening to Patti LaBelle, Kim Wilde. And I can't believe you, you didn't love this scene where they're out on a stakeout waiting for Smiths. And Smiths gets the jump on him. Smiths keeps figuring out these guys' moves like, Three moves in advance. Mm-hmm. The whole movie is Smith's just being like, I knew you were doing this. 
That's the, why I tricked you. Is that is that the stakeout scene where they're like where Gregory Hines goes like like points at him and goes like, "Hey, that's the guy." <laughs> <laughs> like a really good undercover cop does. Yeah. <laughs> And there he is. <laughs> when when they get the dude in a in a trash truck to lift their oh, uh, that was a good bit. Their taxi up, and Crystal gets to drop a like, "We got you right where we want you." And they are perfectly vertical. This car. Oh, you talk about great guys showing up. How about the two scene uh, Larry Hankin role? I always oh, love yeah, the guys yeah. who can like build the cars. Yeah, they're like our, our heroes. We're like we're a couple of car guys. And so I'm always I did into appreciate like the that car part stuff. Of it. Yeah. But Hankin is a great guy that's like, you want bulletproof glass? I can do bulletproof glass. You can't roll down the windows. But you're like, oh, yeah, this guy looks like a dirt yeah. bag. Yeah. He also looks gigantic. He's a big guy. Next to Chris. He's he is tall, tall and skinny. Yeah. Had so he just looked even more time. freakish, right? Yeah. He, of course he had wild hair. Mm-hmm. Everybody had the hair. Except Crystal, who had the Peterson. Mm-hmm. Had the Burt Combi. Got that tight white fro going. Yeah. Good. Everything looked <laughs> tight on that guy. Yeah, the bit where they get dumped into the garbage truck was pretty funny because he's and like, like he's like, we're gonna get your ass, and then they lift him up, and Crystal gets to be like, was it something I said? <laughs> <laughs> where to get that cigar? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're getting like trash compacted. I love it. Take- and then of course they just climb out of the car as it's being compacted. No stakes. Don't worry about it. They the tr- never the, yeah, the real danger. The car gets just crushed. Their special bulletproof car. It is great when they get into a shootout with those guys. And Crystal finds out the bulletproof glass like is legit. Yeah, and then didn't and then wasn't paying attention when the guy says you couldn't roll the windows down. Neither of them were. They were just like you can't. It's like piece of shit. You can't roll the windows <laughs> down. And like somehow not still like keeping it sneakily referenced. You had to be really paying attention to Larry Hankin muttering in the foreground. Mm-hmm. That crazy shootout with Uzis. You talk about gun. These guys are so bad with guns. One thing I love about that trash compactor escape mm-hmm. is it does take like a minute, you know. Smith's is la- doing the villain dark man laughing thing where he's like going to crush his enemies literally in a trash compactor. Crystal and Hines go through this daring do escape as their taxi undercover cop vehicle is being crushed, crawling out, kicking out the windshield, you know. Yeah. Rolling down the hood and frame of this large trash truck. And then just firing like eight rounds into the darkness. <laughs> like Jimmy Smith is still going to be standing there two minutes later. Yeah, they get on the They're roof screaming of just like, truck. you motherfucker. Just like, <laughs> just fire like it off. Unloading into the cab of this truck just in case the guy's still there. Of course he's not still there. <laughs> been, it's like four minutes ago. Why would he be there? They're not waiting for you. They, they left you for dead. They come out as if the whole gang's there. People are gone. I know. I'm just this like, is the emptiest alley in Chicago. It's just like so the sick. worst cops. Oh, they're so cool. And <laughs> they should have been dead like four times in this movie. That is uh, that is pretty funny that they get to keep living mm-hmm. despite. It's like this. All we got to do no is make it this week, and then it's Key West, and then they are just in the most violent shootouts of their careers. Yeah, and it all blows up at that. High- that was a great scene. The high rise is great. I love the. Uh, we get to watch him drop all eight bags of coke out of the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Those big bags of cocaine, like going down ten stories and just splooshing. By this point oh. in the movie, I was like, "Did they not cut anything out of this movie?" No, oh, man, that stuff was pure. 
It's so good. I agree. <laughs> and <laughs> and Smith's is freaking out. I love when he's like, Michael Caine! Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like legit, like they're chill, like his children are being thrown off of an elevator shaft. Smith is this weird guy who has this great kind of genre acting career while at this, like, so, like con- at this exact same time doing like highbrow stuff. Mm-hmm. He's able to do L.A. Law, but then he played like 10 years of this villain. He was playing this villain on Miami, like the premiere Miami Vice episode. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Years before this. Like, he was the. You're getting cast as a brown drug lord a lot. You take it. That's your lot. Yeah. And he's great at it. He's flipping out. He's spraying bullets. Men are dying. The new guys, they're throwing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. The new guys are basically just hiding behind something every yeah. time. Hines is coming in on a swing, cutting shot. through men. It was crazy. Flugel and trapped in an elevator. She has to leave. Her and Billy Crystal fall back in love in like 10 minutes. You knew that was going to happen. They are setting that up. Had to up. jam that thing back in there. He was a changed man. We, this is the, <laughs> this is the reverse of like a bad lieutenant where, and, and uh, where we're seeing just like them starting bad and just getting worse. We get nothing but like hints of what he used to be like. He's grown much more acceptable with killing men now. So mm-hmm. he's handling it a lot better. He used to take it out on his marriage. Probably. But now she's seeing the growth of a man that, like, doesn't need the cop life. He's outgrown the cop life. Yeah. He's done being a wild card. Right? He wants to wear the dick shorts. Chicago, you get, like, two weekends, and they are just swampy hot. Mm-hmm. Key West yeah, is no humid. Good. Key West is humid. But it's a coastal humid. And so it's at least, like, you're technically coastal in Chicago, but it's the most violent, awful weather coast you've been to. Awful area. (laughs) And I love this. I love the reconnection with Flugel. I love their kisses. I love their sweet Mm. celebratory kisses when, you know, a lot of men died. They somehow weren't two of them. Even though I think they're both shot. I think Crystal's, like, walking out of there laughing while shot. Okay, yeah, so... They eventually do murder Jimmy Smiths. Yeah. They fill him full of Schmitz holes. Schmitz gets like a Terminator He gets back. his horror movie villain rising yeah. for one more just to get shot again thing. He comes down the escalator, the dead oh, body. Oh, that was such a... That and was they, great. And Hines and Crystal, they're about to have their cigars, but they give them to the new guys. And then we get the freeze frame. Oh, it's beautiful. Of all three, Flugel... Crystal and Hines just laughing over Smith's dead body. It's over. As they walk off, not a not no paperwork to be done. They're done. Nothing to worry about. Q McDonald. Let the new guys <laughs> clean up. We're out of here. Yeah. No more running scared. It's a wrap. Oh man. What you a picture. bring Fee Waybill back on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a picture. I agree. <laughs> I love running scared. I don't think it is as good as Friedkin's movie, but I think this has. This was a genre that was getting beaten around, and I love I love you know, Dead Heat. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like sure. I love all this stuff. I think Lethal Weapon's a legitimately you know great movie. Absolutely, yeah. The Mel Gibson suicide stuff is some of the like, sincerely Intense. most affecting drama that I've seen. Like. Seeing that in a theater with people, like, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like a funny guy with charming hair. 
everybody has that Gibson hair in this, their own version of it. Mm-hmm. But none of it's as real as that. So I love this genre, but I don't know. I think this movie's good. I think this is good. I had such a blast with Running If you scared. love the, the buddy cop cliches and, and that 80s kind of staple that you get, this movie has all of it. It contains every single nugget. But I think the laughs are real. The laughs, man, that bank loan scene, that's a laugh. <laughs> Bringing back the Michael McDonald just to do a, a gag, that's funny. That is funny. I don't know if that was a gag, though. That is funny. <laughs> these guys aren't accidentally putting on these midriff tops. That's true. Like, they... Man, what a picture. Hyams, Crystal. Every time I've seen Hyams, it might, might as well be saying Hines. Right. They're just so connected creatively, right? I love this. This was a hit. Hyams made hits. There you go. Yeah. This is a Hyams house. In this house. In this house, we're a Peter Hyams house. This guy had a huge career. Man, I I would do Monster Squad tonight. Mm-hmm. Camp well, Crystal Lake. It happened. So if this if this episode takes off though, we are we are duty we're bound in. to do our spin off series of Billy Crystal Camp Crystal Lake movies. Since I kind of steered us into this pothole, what what would what would what direction would you want to take it? What crystal are you like champing at the bit? I think uh, I mean I think that this is a good one to doom at random because you would do a random draw Billy Crystal. I think that's just as good as any <laughs> other plan to see any kind of. Wasn't there Billy like crystal one with him movie? and Robin Williams where they're both like doing faces? Father's Day. Father's Day. Yeah, there we go. I think Forget Paris would be on the top of that list. I would I like. I think a, City Slickers would be on the top of that sure. list. Sure, Harry Met Sally. Oh, of course. You know, that's he, a he great made movie. some Stone Cold classics, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I'd do Princess Bride, but the obvious one seems to be Mr. Saturday Night. How much do we love a weird guy movie? This is the perfect movie. We love weird guy movies where Crystal City Slickers. For those of you that didn't live through it you'd never believe it crystal i don't think he could leave his house in my household city slickers felt like one of the biggest movies of the early 90s that so was a, that was a landmark yeah right yeah absolutely i remember going to the video store and seeing more boxes you know mm-hmm. than i'd seen for a movie later to be shattered by jurassic park remember you'd go in the video box with like the tape behind the box yeah was there I just so many city slickers copies. In what 1991, city slickers thing budget was about 24 million. Yeah, gross in can uh, U.S. and Canada 124 million dollars. Damn, thing made over a hundred million dollars for a comedy. 91 dollars. It was huge. People were. It was insane. It was huge. Bruno Kirby was getting mobbed. Daniel Stern Stern had to go back to doing voiceover work exclusively yeah couldn't go out of the house between this, this and a... home alone stern was yeah super popular it was huge huge time for it city slickers was mammoth and that's why he got to do mr saturday night that's right well i guess that's maybe where we go next i love a guy who uses all of their capital to make his dream picture 
And Crystal doing the written, produced, starring, mm-hmm. directed Mr. Saturday Night. Feels like we gotta do his weird guy movie. The one where it's just him in old man makeup, just like, like, oh, oh, yeah. Maybe we can at least wait till the next Friday the 13th, <laughs> mm. which hopefully is a, We're doing in, it this Saturday. several years from now. <laughs> I'm going to be Mr. Saturday Night. Man, what a... Oh. If you dress up as Mr. Saturday Night for Halloween, <laughs> I'll agree to it. <laughs> you got to go out in public <laughs> the full, like, and do with, the bit. <laughs> any years of Buddy since this... It's such whatever you're, yeah, whatever you're comfortable with there. But I want to see the tux, the cigar, the hubris. Is, try to get a little amazing. bit of uh, curl going in that hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could get the crystal <laughs> hair. I don't know how you get that. I think it's I think the, you stick your hand in an electric socket. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, Gary Shandling did. It's like okay, it's the Judaism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Jeremy Jam mm-hmm. can get there, right? Yeah, I think. You're right. It has to be Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> I think that's a, that's the only answer. I gotta feel these bits. What a what a bold. I'm doing 80 years of the life of a fake character, and also the character's a real jerk. Mm-hmm. It's just him being a jerk. Obnoxious. That's yeah. that's that's what Billy Crystal's characters are in every movie that he's in, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it works. Sometimes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works better than other times. Even in Forget Paris, I remember the scene where Julie Kavner's like, why are you dealing with this guy? Right. Like, just end it. I feel like that was the whole bit of that movie was that he's an NBA ref who's obnoxious and <laughs> He's an obnoxious, twerpy little it guy. Was, it's like, why are you... Yeah, we were all like, yeah, NBA refs suck, You're right? Deborah Winger. Like, <laughs> Forget Paris. Yeah, well, that's why when Harry met Sally, it's like, that's when you can, you can buy him with Meg Ryan in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's convincing. It works. That's that's strength, Billy. I can't wait to do more of these. I like this regular feature. All right. It came to this. It did. Pretty consensus. Running scared. <laughs> it's on Tubi. Check it out. It's not the worst. I enjoyed it. It uh, man, I I would love to just have a crack in the editing room with this thing and just bring it into a nice like ninety five. Pull it in like. Bring the crystal uncut yeah. scene back, and unfortunately, that would mean absolutely dropping like large chunks of this movie. Like those, those two other cops would have to go. That sounds I like think... a terrible idea. <laughs> Seeing Stephen Bauer with that full like, because I did not figure out that guy was the dude from Scarface till like towards the end. Just like, oh shit, it's that guy. Yeah, and that's the gift of this movie. Is just falling in love with every little scene, with all the details That's of this true. movie. There's something for everyone. You could say that about this movie. Yeah. I don't think I can... I, I find it impossible to make an editing choice. It's like, hey, there are these two fun guys you like to watch on the screen. Cut them out. <laughs> no. More guys. More yeah, dudes. We need two more guys. If there's two more Darlan Flugel scenes, put them in. Yeah. <laughs> there's more Dan Hedaya balling them out. Oh, Put man. it in. If there are outtakes of Crystal like doing little like dances after sinking a layup on the court with a bunch of youths, put it in. This should be like a Ridley Scott four-hour feature mm-hmm. kind of thing. Hyams didn't get enough. He edited down to get to running scared. This is like killing of a Chinese bookie. Right. Cassavetes is like, all right, all right, I'll make this shorter version. cut. Hyams put out his one. It's like, yeah, and then we're going to actually do the Paris number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smash hit. Running scared. 
Go see it. Listen to the Fee Way Bill. Look up the Michael McDonald video. Yeah, listen to the video. soundtrack, if nothing else. Got to yeah. see the McDonald video. Absolutely. Bunch of boys. Bunch of boys having fun. <laughs> exactly. We should go to Key West. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I really want to go to the K-Dub. You convinced me. Let's buy a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. Thank you for listening, and good night.